Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I'm your host, T-Bird, and with me, of course, is Jaden. Hey, what's up? And let's get right into it. Okay, so this week, um, we had a pretty good showing. Um, we won against uh, Northern Illinois, 44-8. to It uh, wasn't a perfect game by any means, but we definitely looked a lot better. What were some of your takeaways from the game, Jaden? Well, I think they played a complete game. I don't know about you. Uh, you know, the defense only gave up two field goals uh, outside of that one safety. Um, the 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 offense looked pretty good too. Uh, I'm a little concerned with a couple of the injuries that might have happened, right? Um, going forward, but I I think they'll be all right. Yeah, um, I mean, the Hymas injury is, is a big scare, but he practiced today. Um, and, I mean, actually practiced, not just stood around. So that's good. Even if he misses this week, he should be back for Ohio State. Um, I, think, I think we can fill in with uh, Brock Bando for a week if we need to, just to make sure Hymas right. is healthy. So that doesn't really scare me as much either. Um, I, yeah, let's keep him healthy for the Ohio State game. Yeah, exactly. With Cam Taylor, he practiced in a green jersey. Green jersey. So that that I think <sighs> we can go a week without him as well. Right. I just hope he's back. We don't really. Right. I don't think we were really for sure on him the same way that we are with uh, Hymas. So time will tell with him. Um, let's see. Some of the things that I kind of noticed, uh, uh, defensive special teams look really good. <laughs> yeah. How many, oh, man, what was it? Two blocked punts? Well, we blocked one. Was it two blocked or what? Well, I know <laughs> the first one was, uh, he didn't even kick the ball. He just knew he was going to get nailed. So he right. decided to just drop the ball. Right. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Austin Allen really showed up. He had a great game, finally. Been waiting for him to kind yeah. of break out. Well, great game on special teams. Right, exactly. So, um, let's see here. I did notice this is the second week in a row, though, that we let a wide receiver get behind our safeties, which that's kind of concerning. Um, yeah, that's very concerning because against, a, you know, say an Ohio State next week, that's – that's gonna be a touchdown yeah or two yeah and so they need to get that figured out i mean i don't know if it's communication problem or what it is but uh i hope they get it figured out yeah we got one more week to get that cleaned up we can't we can't yeah. be letting guys get behind us on the deep ball no um let's see here i liked how we didn't kneel um on that drive right before halftime i was sitting there watching the game yeah and I thought for sure we were going to just take a knee and go into halftime since we were getting the ball back. But they were aggressive and scored. I like that. Yeah. Uh, how much time was on the clock? I don't even remember. 40, it wasn't much. 44 seconds, 48 yeah. seconds. And, no, I think Scott Frost sent a, a message to the team saying, hey, foot to the pedal, let's do this. Right. And I think that's – hopefully going to help us down the road yeah i think so i mean i i definitely think that you know we we gotta do that more often um and did you notice i really like how lamar's stepping up um i really got to give him credit i've been a big 
downer on Lamar, and he's really stepped up a lot this year, which I like to see. So props to Lamar for sure. Um, yeah, he had, what, four pass breakups. Yeah. That's he, unheard of. That's unheard of in a single game. He leads the Big Ten in pass breakups too. So Yeah, he well, he should. No, he does. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Um, Eli Sullivan really liked that play that he made saving. Oh, uh, the goal. Yeah. The goal line stance. That was awesome. Yes. Just awesome. Saving it. That was a great, that was a great, I mean, I'm sure that freaking crowd is electric during that. Yeah. Big props to him on that one. Um, Mills stepped up, finally hit my bold prediction on Mills. Um, he, what do you have, 110 yards in the touchdown? 16, 116? Yeah, so Mills really stepped right. up, so that's nice. I don't even remember what my bold prediction was. I know I didn't hit it, probably. I don't remember. Oh, Wandell. Long long play to Wandell. That did not work out. Mm-mm. Nope, we did not have that happen at all, so... No. Um, as far as our offensive special teams go, you know, we had a couple. We missed, what did we have, two blocked field goals? Uh, no. I, I was asking my brother because we had three blocked. We had two extra points and a field goal blocked. I was like, well, what's the record for the most kicks blocked in a game? Because yeah. I felt like we were going to hit that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did, it really sucks because the game didn't start out on on the channel it was supposed to, and I wasn't watching the game at home, so I didn't record it on the other channel, so I wasn't able to go back and rewatch the games like I normally do. Um, well, I don't think you're going to be able to with the, the Iowa-Iowa State game. No, that's what I mean. I wasn't at home to record it on the other right. channel that it was playing oh, yeah. on. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So... I wasn't able to go back and rewatch this game, at least, you know, the whole game. So that's kind of disappointing. Uh, one thing that I, I noticed um, the announcer said was, well, I believe it was the announcer that said, uh, Armstrong is, is, he just doesn't have his timing down on his kicks. He's too slow. He's starting out too slow, which, which definitely makes sense. I mean, he's a punter, you know, he's not, He's not used to yeah. the timing that he needs to be uh, fast and quick enough, you know, with getting his getting up to the ball and getting his leg around, and maybe not even getting as much lift on it as a normal kicker right. does either. I, so. I felt like maybe I felt maybe he was kicking a little low, but yeah, he he his timing's off. Uh, usually, when the ball is snapped, uh, kickers start going towards the ball. Right, I, I feel like. He's about a step or two behind. Mm-hmm. He, he starts after, right, and that it's kind of screwing up the rhythm with that. Right, I agree. Um, let's see here. One thing uh, I had a guy at work tell me too, um, which our offensive line played a lot better, especially if you factor in what Frost said, saying that um, there every single time every single defense they prepared for off based off of film they haven't got to see in the game so basically they're going in raw to every game so you know one guy was telling me how he thought maybe Jurgens was just making the wrong blocking calls you know for the line um being as how like he was new and you know was making the wrong calls but now the Frost has said that they – I don't know. You think it's a combination of both? You think it's one or the other? What do you think? Well, um, 
I think what they have said is all uh, all three games they have prepared for one defense, right? And not gotten they, to see it. They have ne- not seen any of it, right? So they're kind of going on the fly because they're throwing wrinkles in. Yep. And th- that's the big question this week: is like, is Illinois going to do the same thing? Or are they going to prepare for what Illinois has been doing all season, or? Yeah, so are they going to throw wrinkles too? So that's one thing that he said is he he did think that they, that Illinois will bring what they what they normally bring on film. Um, he said they're, you know, Lovey's pretty set in his ways. Yeah, um, yeah, and, I agree. And you know they 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 tend to stay home to what they already have been doing, which which is great for us because their defense is not a strong suit of that team. And it never. Are you sure? Yeah, it hasn't. I think they are. Well, not with the scouting that Have I you looked did. at the. But I can get uh, into that. I don't know, man. They they average like eleven tackles for loss per game. But then again, you also have to look at their competition. It was Akron, mm-hmm. UConn, and Eastern uh, Michigan. Eastern Michigan. Yep. So I mean, I guess there's not a, you know. You can't base it off that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not blown away by him by any means. No, but statistically, Illinois' defense is actually better than ours. For now, for now. Um, one. Yeah. One little, one final stat I seen um, based off of from last week is we lead the Big Ten with uh, turnovers and. Nine. And we are We're actually fifth number five nas- in the country. Yeah, fifth nationally. Yep, number five so, in the country. So we definitely got to keep that going. That's good. Yeah, it's not even close. The second closest team in the Big Ten is only has six. That's perfect. Yeah, as long as – I mean, we're, we're definitely not going to stop people from scoring as we get into Big Ten play. We're not going to be having the – I don't think we're going to be as impressive in our first half starts the way that we have been, yeah. you know, holding people to like 12 points a half and things like that. Right. But but if we stay with the turnovers and the the key is capitalizing on those turnovers. We can't we can't get a turnover and then just, you know, have to punt our next drive. We got to at least get field goals out of them for sure. So Right. Well, that's the thing. If you can, you could average three turnovers a game, you can even just turn those into ten to fourteen points. That's a big swing. Yeah, definitely. So if you can do that every game, that's that that's a good indication for the rest of the year. I mean, you're looking at right now, average. You know, at the average, we're going to go thirty plus turnovers this year. That would have to be top ten. Oh um, yeah, you think? I think I think even if we can hit twenty twenty five. You know, by the end of the year, we're still in pretty good shape. The key is just capitalizing on all of them and not wasting those opportunities that we get. Yeah. So, what other what other takeaways do you have from the game? Uh, Maurice Washington is a stud. He's good. That one that that one run, that big run that he had, where he jumped, uh, where he jumped back, yeah. and then it, and then burst right back out of it off of his back leg while jumping back was insane it was absolutely insane it's just amazing it really is because it doesn't look like he's going to go anywhere and then he just outruns him to the side and just his burst of speed is just unbelievable i just yeah he's fun to watch he's fun to watch i don't care how much you hate him yeah i do hate him but he is fun to watch he is he is a hell of an athlete um i thought dedrick mills looked quicker this game 
which yeah. is good. He, he made a few cuts also instead of just, you know, running into somebody. Yeah. Well, that might be – that'd be more – Oh. Go ahead. Hey, let's let's throw this out there. You have been bitching and bitching and bitching about play action. Guess what? How many – I don't even know. I couldn't even count how many times they did it this week. And they how, even got under center. And how – It's just – And what was the result of those play action plays? Not very – great oh come on now <laughs> come on but now i know you were just sitting there bitching for how long and they finally did it i know there was a couple plays that were pretty good but uh that's got to make you excited it does it definitely does i think we i think we got to stay with that you know we got to for every time we're getting those big runs or are we're getting you know two or three really good runs in a row Hit him with that play action, you know. I just I feel yeah. like that's that's something that good teams can do. But I get it. We got to establish the run a little bit. And our running game was was working a lot better this game. So it's so they were able to do that. Um, I would really like to see that going moving forward, though, for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So um, okay, so let's get to Illinois this week. Um, here's just some of the scouting that I got on them. Brandon Peters is their quarterback. Pretty good quarterback. Um, more Yeah, Michigan transfer. Mm-hmm. More of a pocket guy, not so much a threat on the run, um, which is good for us. Usually we... Yeah, we always struggle against running quarterbacks, so the, the more we play pocket passers, the better I feel. Definitely. Um, they got two USC wide receiver transfers. I'm not so sure how good those guys are, but they can't be terrible if they're coming from USC. Um, So, I mean, I think we got to kind of look out for the passing game a little bit. Their sophomore tight end, Daniel Baker, he's coming on strong. Um, Granted, his competition hasn't been too great, but he's definitely been starting a breakout year here, so we got to keep our eye on him. I'm more worried about Corbin. Yes, I was just going to get to Reggie Corbin. He's pretty good. Um, yeah. And their offensive line is pretty decent. So so we definitely need to look out for these guys. They're a lot more balanced offense this year, more than being a run heavy like they were last year with A.J. Bush. So we definitely – the offense – I think this this the key to this game is going to be how well our defense can hold up against our offense – um, their defense lost their best player. Their cornerbacks are really thin. They're really, really poor in zone coverage. Um, they can stuff the run up the middle, but they're really poor on the zone read. And then their linebackers struggle in pass coverage. So I think the key to this game is it's, this isn't going to be a Dedrick Mills game. Because that's that's their strongest point of their defense is stuffing those runs up the middle. So, so for us, I think we should be able to pass heavy on them and then use a lot of Wandell and Mo Washington out of the zone read and just really really hit them on the sides there too. So I don't think our offense is going to have any problem with them. They kind of feed right into all of our strengths. But the difference is going to be our defense and how well they hold up on stopping them. Um, I'm I'm not too worried about their passing game because our 
our secondary is is pretty good. Our pass right. rush is pretty good. So I think we'll be able to get to them a few times, at least pressure them. Maybe not so much get all the sacks, but we will. I think we'll get some pressure on them a little bit. Um, but I do think I do think Peters is going to end up having at least one big play, one big scoring play early. So well, that that's always going to happen with this defense. They're an overly aggressive defense. You're gonna get you're gonna give up big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it, it the biggest thing is if you can stop Corbin. It, it's going to make them one-dimensional. Right. And I feel th- how the defense has been playing with the rush defense. I mean, what they're only giving up, what, 80-some-odd yards a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like for that to continue. I don't think it will, but uh, <sighs> stop him, and this game could get out of, out of hand for Illinois, I think. Yeah, like out of hand as in like – as in, like, we start... We'll kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think our pass rush is that good that we'll get to the quarterback, no problem. Uh, like I said, you stop Corbin, and it, it could go all downhill for Illinois. Yeah, so so our, what we, we opened up as, like, a seven-point favor, and I think we're all the way up right. to 14 now. Is it up to 14? Last I saw was like 13. 13 and a half, 14, somewhere in there. Yeah. So, so I mean, they're definitely – people are definitely, you know, betting on us. That's for sure. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm not fully prepared to go all in on the we're just going to dominate and blow them out quite yet. Um, I definitely think we have some things to work on. But this game does go, does lean in our favor towards us being able to do that as long as the defense can hold up. I think we're going to put up points. It's just a matter yeah. of can we stop them from putting up as many points as as uh, we don't think they're going to. So with that being said, I don't know, man. Hey, uh, do you happen to have last week what we – for Northern Illinois, the the predictions. Um, for the scores. Yeah. I think so. Let me look. I think I was closer. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I had thirty-eight to twenty-four. I think I had thirty-eight to ten. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have them written down. That's my bad. Yeah. Damn you, T. I know. Sorry. I keep track of the NFL. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta write this shit down. I keep track of the NFL stuff, man. What? You're supposed to keep track uh, of the college stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. All right. Uh, hey, you're gonna have to write this because uh, uh, after their prediction, you have to write this. I don't have a pen. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna have to write down. I have, uh, you know, I pick some college games for us to pick. So. Oh. Okay. You want me to write those down? Yeah, uh, well, I have mine written down, but like I said, I don't have a pen on me. Okay. But uh, go in. L- l- let's do our Illinois prediction. Um, I think Illinois. They're desperate. They really need. They really need a, a competitive game. Um, Levy's fighting for his job. 
they're finally starting to get some decent recruits coming around. Um, so I think they're. I think it's going to be a tougher out than we than we normally would think. Than we think right now with these guys, especially coming off a big win with us. <coughs> I'm going to go with 35 to 24, Nebraska. Ooh. Okay. Well, I agree with you. They are getting better recruits. Uh, but the problem is they're not ready. Uh, I think it's going to be another solid defensive effort this weekend. Um, offense, I think, will kind of like last week. Um, so I'm going to go with 42-10. to 10. Bold. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. All right, what do you got for your college pick-ems? Okay. And how did we do last week, do you know? No, we didn't have any, remember? We were not prepared for that. Okay. <laughs> I only did seven because I just, I just, I'm just picking the best ones. Yeah, keep it manageable. It's kind of a shitty week. Yeah. Um, so the first one is uh, I have Michigan State uh, 9.5 nor- at Northwestern. Uh, Michigan State minus nine and a half. Yep. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, we're it's at Northwestern. At Northwestern. Hmm. Northwestern's always tough. Um. That's a big line. I'm gonna go with Northwestern to cover, but not win. Right. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. I mean, Michigan State kind of looked. I awful last week. I haven't been impressed with them, and I thought going into no. going into the season, I thought everyone was telling me how Michigan State was supposed to be very good this year. So, well, yeah, because they said, "Oh, Brian Lewerke is he's injury free. They're going to have a much better offense." Well, I'm not seeing it. I was always under the impression that they wouldn't be that good this year, so I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. Next one is uh, Michigan at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Three and a half. Wisconsin is f- – which Michigan's favored by three and a half? No, Wisconsin three and a half. Because it's at Wisconsin? Yeah. Wow. Okay. This one's really tough. Um, Wisconsin really hasn't played anybody, but they've freaking killed them. Um, I'm pretty sure they haven't given up a point. They haven't. Year, have they haven't given up a point all year. Um, but – like you said, they have not played anybody worth a crap. Right. This will be a big test for them. Um, Michigan, they're, they haven't looked as great as they're supposed to be. Uh, Harbaugh turned over the play calling this year, offensive play calling to that new uh, – to this coordinator, and I'm not sold it on the guy. It has not went smoothly. <laughs> no. Um, Shea Patterson, I'm not impressed with. But with that being said, that Michigan defense is always pretty good. Um, man, just because it's at home, whew, I'm going to go with Michigan to cover. Ooh, I did the same. Really? <laughs> yep. Shit, okay. <laughs> well, so far, <laughs> we both had the same. All right, next. Washington, negative six at BYU. 
Oh. BYU's one kind of like a Northwestern man. They're always good. Yeah. Even when they're the, not. Uh, hell, they beat. What was it? USC. Mm, I think so. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with Washington to cover. Well, fuck. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I said, the, there's not many great games to choose from. All right, uh, Colorado at Arizona State. Oh. Arizona State seven seven and a half. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Um, I'm actually take. I took this in my pick'em too, and my. I just remember this game sticking out to me. I'm gonna take Colorado to cover. Okay. Um, okay. I think Colorado. I think Colorado's a tougher team than. No, I'm not saying this just because we lost to them. I just, I just feel like Montez really has that team bought into him, um, and then with Chenault and those other receivers that they got, they're a pretty good team. Now ASU's no slums, but I think Colorado can hang with them and cover. Yeah, I, it was kind of a toss-up for me on this one. Uh, Arizona State, I don't know if it's that they have a good defense, but they played Michigan State, so it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is at Arizona State, so I gave, you know, Arizona State the benefit of the doubt <coughs> here, and I pi- I picked Arizona State. Okay, there we go. So that's our uh, that's our first difference. Perfect. All right, Auburn at Texas A and M. A and M favored four. Uh, I remember this one too. Um, I'll take Auburn to cover. Yeah, that's what I took. I think I think Auburn, man, they were supposed to be they were supposed to be really down this year because of their schedule. They have the hardest right. schedule in the country, I believe. Um, but they've stepped up. I think yep. I think they got a little momentum behind them. Um, they look pretty good. I'm not sold on Texas A and M. Uh, I don't think you know Jimbo. I just I'm never I've never been sold on Jimbo. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I I just don't think he's that great. I don't I don't Fine Bomb says. Yeah, I don't either. Um I just don't see A and M I just think I just think Auburn's too got too much more adversity, too much more, you know, like been in the tougher games, more experience. So I'm gonna go with Auburn on that one. Yeah. I did the same. All right, next one. This is a fun one. Okay. <laughs> West Virginia minus five at Kansas. Kansas? <laughs> yeah. West Vir- versus Virginia is yeah, really bad. Both two terrible, two terrible fucking teams. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one to Les Miles. I'm gonna go Kansas. Oh God damn it! So did I. <laughs> <coughs> I thought this was going to throw you for a loop and you'd take West Virginia. No, West Virginia's terrible. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. Notre Dame at Georgia. Georgia minus 14. Wow. Um, so, I like I like that game a lot. Um, Notre Dame's playing really tough this year. I mean, it is Georgia. Georgia's damn good um it's at georgia but i like brian kelly 
I think Brian Kelly's one of the few coaches in college that can make that can make the big time adjustments needed at halftime. And I'll take Notre Dame to at least cover. Hmm. Okay. That's who I took. So really between the two of us it's between Colorado, Arizona State. Yeah, pretty much. So the winner is based off that. <laughs> so I'm not really cool with you uh, copying all of my picks on that one. So Yeah, I, I don't think that was the case. Nah, we'll see. All right, um, so that's all we got for college? Yeah, I think so. I don't really have anything else unless you do. Nope, I'm good. All right, let's dive right into NFL. All right, kind of a weird week there. Um, let's see. Last week I went four or five again on all my money picks. So on my money picks, I'm out of eight out of ten on the year. Eighty percent. That's Very nice. Pretty damn good. You went one of two on yours, so you're fifty percent, which is hey, is still that's respectable. It's still pretty good by professional standards. Yeah. So yeah. Um, as far as total. For every single game, I did pretty bad. You didn't do – you did a lot better than me. I only got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right? You, uh-huh. you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, right? Oh, so that's two weeks in a row. It is. What's up? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't win the ones that matter, the money picks. So. <laughs> That's all right. I got some this week. I I came prepared this week. Good. Proud of you. All right. So we can dive into our money lines for this week if you want. Yep, let's do it. Okay. Um, let's see. First game tomorrow night, Tennessee minus two versus Jacksonville. I got the Titans. I got Titans as well. Okay. Uh, next game, Denver plus seven and a half versus Green Bay. Oh, this is a tough one for me. You know, uh, Denver's got a good defense. Mm-hmm. They have no offense. Uh, it It is at Green Bay. Correct. So, I think, I think Green Bay should cover. So, I'm going to... I don't know, because they were so stagnant last week. You know, they were up 21-0. Yeah. And I thought they were, were going to freaking blow it. That's eh, um, Kirk Cousins, so you can't yeah. be <laughs> – shouldn't scare you it, too much. No, it, it, yeah, you're right. So I'm, I'm going to take the Packers to cover. I'm taking Denver to cover. I think that defense is serious. Um, and like you said, with Green Bay – the offense has been a little stagnant. I, I still think they're working out the kinks before they start really putting up some points here. That Denver pass rush is is damn good, and then the secondary is really good too. Um, I like I'd like Denver to keep it close. Um, I think Green Bay only wins by six or seven. So the the, the difference is the half, the seven and a half for me. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I I just don't know where to like Green Bay's defense has looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's a smokescreen 
or no i think it's for real um i just think so i do because i i because that's what uh, with this game it's like i don't know denver really to me is not a threat on offense so if green bay's defense can keep playing the way it has been i feel aaron Rodgers is going to put up points regardless yeah this will be the true test for the for green bay to kind of solidify how we feel about them as far as their defense goes okay Next game, uh, Detroit plus six and a half versus Philly. That's tough. Um, all of these lines this week are really tough. Yeah, I know. I was looking at them today, and it was, it was all. I, I had troubles picking my locks. Um, who? Okay, is Detroit and who? Uh, Philly, Detroit plus six and a half. Is Wentz? He's not injured, right? No, he's playing. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Philly. That's who I'm taking also. Okay. Uh, Big game. Baltimore plus seven versus Kansas City. This was a toss-up for me as well, just because they're both kind of playing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a big line for those two teams. I I think Baltimore's defense is better than Kansas City's. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. Right. You just don't know when he could go off. So I went with Kansas City on this one. I took Kansas City as well. Um, Baltimore, I'm not sold on Baltimore yet. They haven't pl- They played two scrub teams. So I'm not sold yeah. on them yet. This will be the true test for Baltimore. Um, Kansas City, just because Tyreek's out, they they still have way too many weapons. Look at Robinson. They still got Hardman. They still got Sammy Watkins. They still got Kelsey. Now, the running backs are a little banged up. LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams didn't practice today, Um, but it doesn't. I don't care. Kansas City is just way too damn good. I'm taking Kansas City. Uh, It might only be a 10-point game, but I think they cover. Um, Cincinnati plus six versus Buffalo. Uh, I took the Bills on this one. I took Buffalo to cover as well. Um, Buffalo's a running team. Uh, the Niners ran all over Cincinnati. They did whatever they want to them running the right. ball. Um, I think Buffalo runs the ball the entire game, controls the clock. Their defense is, is I think, the best scoring defense in the in the league. I might be wrong on that, but I know their defense is – it's a top-five defense overall. Um, so they they can shut down Cincinnati. I'm not too worried about that. Six – six. I mean, Buffalo doesn't score a ton of points, but I think I think their defense is shuts down Cincinnati and they run the ball the whole game and control the clock. So uh, next game is Atlanta plus one-and-a-half versus Indy. A, this one was really That's tough a tough one, man. My lord, because uh, Atlanta hasn't looked all that great. No, it, Indy has been pretty good without Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. To be fair, mm-hmm. so I went ahead and took Indy. I took Indy as well. Um, I think their defense. I think their defense is too good. Um, 
Atlanta, Atlanta's great. They're just not firing on all cylinders for whatever reason. The key for this game for for Atlanta to win is they got to get Devonta Freeman going in the run game. Um, Indy's Indy's pass defense is great. Their pass rush is really good, uh, but their rushing defense isn't isn't that good at all. So the key here is to try and get Devonte Freeman involved into the game. And if they can't do that, they're going to have a tough time all day. Um, Oakland plus eight and a half versus Minnesota. Another tough one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. God, I mean, it's a big line. Minnesota, yeah, it is a big line. Minnesota, I mean, Kirk Cousin looks like shit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakland's defense is it's okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Oakland. Okay, I am actually going to take Minnesota. Um, Kirk Cousins does suck, but he sucks in the big game. And games that aren't as big, like, say, that Green Bay game last week, he tends to play better. Oakland, Tyrell Williams is banged up with a hip pointer. So even if he plays, he's not going to be 100%, I don't think. So that takes a little bit off for me there. Also, then they're relying on... Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro in their passing game. Well, Minnesota can give Renfro all he wants, and all they have to do is shut down Waller. And then they're pretty good at stopping the run as well. So I think I think Minnesota, I think that's going to be a game where they win by two scores. So um, shout out to Aaron for that Green Bay. I was Bay about to say, <laughs> I, I feel bad. I, I, I'm just dogging on Minnesota for Aaron, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out Division to, rivals. Shout out to Aaron on that one. Okay. These two are pretty interesting. The Jets plus 23 versus New England. <laughs> huge uh, line. Uh, yeah, that is a huge line. Um, just for the sake of it being so large, I'm going to take New the Jets to cover. I got gotcha. you. Um, I am doubling down on New England again this week with the large wow. spread. The Jets offense has nobody. They have nobody. Yeah. And my or New England's defense this year is is better than normal. I mean, their defense is firing on all cylinders. I mean, the whole team is really, but Belichick always takes away the other team's best player. So, if he shuts down Le'Veon Bell, what the hell? He shuts down the whole team. Exactly. What the hell are the Jets even gonna do? I mean, yeah, they got they got nothing. This it wouldn't. I mean, it would be nothing to me to see this game be twenty four to nothing, if not worse. So, I I like New England to cover on that one. Um, I wouldn't bet money on it, but yeah, I could see him covering. Uh, next game, Miami plus twenty two versus Dallas. Another huge number. Right. But, God, Miami is god-awful. They're terrible. So, I'm going to take Dallas on this one. Okay. I'm actually going to take Miami to cover. 
Um, wow. Because Miami has been so god-awful, and all of their players are wanting to leave them. I think I think they have to get something going. They're get, they're way too embarrassed. They're, you know, it's not like the Jets where the Jets have an excuse for everybody's, you know, injured or sick or whatever. Miami's just bad, and these guys, you know, they're losing their pride here because it's just because they, you know, they're bad because they suck. So I don't think the players want to go through this. Even if the GM and the coaches are trying to tank, the players aren't. So I like them. I like them to at least cover and not lose by 22. Um, the Jets plus six and a half versus Tampa Bay. The Jets. Where <sighs> did the Jets? I'm sorry. The Giants. <laughs> sorry. Plus six and a half. Yeah, plus six and a half versus Tampa Bay. Um. Are they? Did they? Are they benching Eli? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll take Tampa Bay. Danny Dimes is playing. Yeah, I'll take Tampa Bay. I'm actually going to take the Giants to cover um, for the sole reason of Danny Dimes is playing. And I think the only film they have on him is preseason film. And I feel like they kept it super vanilla with him in the preseason. And I kind of feel like they've been working with him and, you know, kind of getting him ready with some more advanced plays coming up for, for when he does finally start. Now, Tampa Bay does have, uh, was Todd Bowles is their defensive coordinator? So, I mean, it's and they got some players on defense. They got Sue, they got David, they got um, was it Vernon Hargrove. So, I mean, they're, they got a really good defense. But Jameis makes me nervous. Um, he does throw a bunch of picks, which might keep the Giants in the game. And I just, rookies always come out and have that, you know, their first game, they always come out and look a lot better than what they are. So I kind of have a sneaky feeling the Giants are going to cover on that one. Uh, New Orleans plus five versus Seattle. (coughs) Well, with Breeze being out, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Teddy Bridgewater is... A very capable, serviceable, yeah, serviceable quarterback. Because you know he he started at one point, you know, until he had that gruesome injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think, you know, it's been a while for Teddy to play a full game. I'm gonna go with Seattle on this. I've taken Seattle as well. Um, the key factor for me on that, besides Breeze being out, is they came out and said that they're playing two quarterbacks. So you, you, they're splitting the quarterback play. So you can't even have enough confidence in Teddy, your own self, that you're going to be out there running trick plays with Taysom Hill and everything the whole time. So to me, that just says everything you need to know right there. <coughs> um, Houston plus three versus the Chargers. Houston. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Houston on this one. The Chargers, I've been a little disappointed in. Mm-hmm. They have not looked as good as I expected them to. Right. Yeah, I, I'm i actually taking the Chargers on this one. Um, I think their pass rush is just way too good for that Houston offensive line. Um, I know Derwin James is out, which, which sucks, but 
I could see Nasir Adderley finally coming around. Um, so I, I, I just kind of feel like that pass rush is going to be the big difference there. And then also um, with the Chargers using Eckler on little dumps on the outside there, getting around the defense or Houston defensive line. So I'm going with Chargers. Uh, Pittsburgh plus seven versus San Francisco. Well, the, the, it's been a while since San Francisco could say that they've been 2-0. and Yes. <laughs> they've actually looked pretty good, but then again, they've played inferior opponents. Yes. So, I'm, st- I'm going to stick with San Fran here. Okay, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, Didn't you go against San Fran last week? Right, and look how good they did. <laughs> yeah. So, L- look, so, look. so the fan in me wants to keep that going. Maybe if I keep betting against Maybe them. Maybe if you keep going against them, they'll just keep winning. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I just think that uh, I'll get into Mason Rudolph later um, when we get into <laughs> fantasy. So I just, I just, yeah, there's that. Um the Rams minus three versus Cleveland. Oh, uh, this was another tough one, but it it's at Cleveland. Los Angeles, no. correct? Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Okay. <coughs> um, I think I'm still going to go with the Rams. I'm definitely going with the Rams all day on this one. Yeah. Um, Cleveland's not ready, man. They're just not ready. They're too, they're too unorganized. Um, and Joku's out. Um, they just, they're not ready. They need to get themselves together. The Rams defense is, you know, just, they're just going to be throwing way too many looks at Baker and the Rams defense is, is serious, especially with Wade Phillips. And then on the reverse side, uh, Sean McVay is going to scheme and out coach, uh, Cleveland's coordinator. I can't remember what his name is, but yeah. Um, last game, Chicago minus four versus Washington. Oh, the Packers side of me says Washington, but I just don't think Washington's very good. I want the Bears to lose, but I don't see it happening, so I'm going to go with the Bears to cover. I'm going to take Washington. Um, I just, I just feel like Trubisky's just, he's just a hazard at this point. Um, I don't think the offense is good enough. Now I think definitely think their defense is great and their defense is, you know, Washington's offense isn't that great either, but Washington doesn't have, Washington has a good enough defense to shut Chicago down offensively. All they have to do is stop that run game. And I think, I think Chicago wins. But I think it's by a field goal or less. So so we have quite a bit of differences this week. We do. I like it. Um, yeah. As far as my locks, my money picks, I only went with three this week. Um, okay. So. Okay. Yeah, it was a tough week. It is. And if you're if you're not all in on some of these, you you don't have to bet as many. You know, you don't have to bet a certain right. number every week. If you don't like it, don't bet it. I mean, there's weeks in, you know, daily fantasy where it's like, ah, eh, nothing sounds good this week. Don't bet it. 
Yeah. Just don't. That's all right. It. I I only have three as well. So. All right. So. It took it took me a while just to get those three. Okay. So my first one is Buffalo over Cincy. Um, Seattle over New Orleans. And the Rams over Cleveland. Okay. Um, mine was Titans over Jags. I do like that one. And then I have the same as you, Bills mm-hmm. over Bengals. Mm-hmm. And then I also took uh, Texans plus three over the Chargers. Okay. For, well, to beat the spread, you know. Yeah. A little variety there. That's good. Yeah. So, okay. Moving into fantasy. All right. So this week for for my daily fantasy sleeper picks, I really like Nelson Aguilar. Um, he's kind of going to be Philly's only option with Alshon Jeffrey out. I mean, him and Ertz, but I really like Nelson Aguilar. He's going to be super cheap. Um, who is Philly playing? They got Detroit. So I think I think Nelson will be fine there. And then if um, Singletary doesn't is out this week for the Bills. I really, really like Frank Gore because Cincinnati's run defense is just atrocious. And they, they got Greg Roman as their offensive coordinator. Frank Frank's played with Greg Roman and San Francisco. So I really like Frank to have a good game there if he's the only one getting the carries. So I definitely like him. <coughs> now as far as my as far as my stack for this week. Normally, I'm stacking anybody I can against Arizona, which, wait a minute. Who's Arizona playing this week? Why don't I have them written down? They can't have a bye week already. No, they don't. Gosh darn it. I don't even remember. We didn't even have a line for that. No. I remember. I think you missed one. I think I did, too. Why don't I have a line for it? On the my bookie. Huh. Yeah, there's no way. Hold on, let me look on my phone really fast. Well, either way, who I took for my quarterback stack this week was uh, Dak and Cooper against Miami. Um, you know, I I just think that. They're gonna have a big game there. Miami's just absolutely terrible. They're they're just a trash monster. So, um, let's see here. Who else? Another one I really like is Landry, um, Jarvis Landry. I'm I'm really on the buy low on him this week. Um, oh, it's the Panthers and the Cardinals. Panthers two and a half. Yeah. Um, Cam's not playing. So that's why I right. didn't. That's why I didn't take him. Okay, let me write this down. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, okay, Carolina. What is it? Two and a half. Minus two and a half. Right. There's Arizona. I'll take Arizona to cover. Yeah, I will too. Okay. All right. Okay. So getting back to this, I really like Jarvis Landry. Okay, with Njoku out for a month, um, I could see Landry getting a lot more opportunities over the middle there. So I like I like Landry. You can buy him. I like him season long too. Buy him really low. Um, I just had a Chiefs homer. I picked up Demarcus Robinson on uh, on my waivers because I'm in a league with three 
diehard chief homers, and I knew I could trade them for somebody. Well, before I even had a chance to look at teams, he offered me Jarvis Landry, and I jumped on it. So, oh, that's <coughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so I really, I really like Landry. I think he'd be cheap for DFS this week too. Um, I know they're playing the Rams, but Rams ain't gonna give up those big plays to Odell Beckham. So I kind of like the little dump offs to Landry there, especially because DraftKings is a PPR. So um, might be one you want to look at there. Um, another one I really like is Josh Allen. I'm not really stacking him with a wide receiver, but I do like Josh Allen um, to throw in some of my other games there. I just think he's going to be able to run on Cincinnati this week, so I'd, I'd really like him a lot. Um, I'm definitely paying up for Zeke, too, which maybe maybe not run Zeke in the same games that if you're running Dak and Cooper in your stacks. That might be one to where if you have Josh Allen as your quarterback, pay up for Zeke and play him in that. Um, but he's he should he should have a hell of a game against uh, Miami. Uh, Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph is going to be fine. I think he's going to put up fantasy points. I don't know if they're necessarily going to translate to Steelers wins, but I think Mason Rudolph is going to put up points. He's got a lot of weapons around him, and he's going to have plenty of opportunity. He's got James Conner. And Jalen Samuel kind of back him up running the ball. He's, they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. He's got Juju. He's got Moncrief, which if he would ever learn how to catch the ball this season would be great. He's got Vance McDonald. And then he's also got James Washington. So if you're running two-quarterback league, I like Mason Rudolph. I'm actually starting him this week and uh, one of mine where Cam Newton isn't playing. So... And then one, my big waiver wire pickup of the week, if you don't already have him, is James Washington. I just think with the chemistry that he has with Rudolph, um, with them going to school together, Oklahoma State, I think, I think by the two or three games in, James Washington is going to start coming around. I think Rudolph's going to have time to throw the ball, and I think he's going to find James Rudolph, or I mean James Washington, when when Juju isn't available. So. And, you know, I think they probably already have a couple of plays from college that they might try to implement and, you know, help help get each other going if the offense gets a little stagnant. So that's where I'm at on fantasy this week. What do you got? Oh, I don't know. I just pay attention to my team. <laughs> all right. You, you're the expert on this one, not me. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. So I'm ready to wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Go Big Red.